Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone else, welcome back to the Tales of Hope podcast. I am your host, Nick. Today, got another student, another former student worker who worked underneath me. Um, should be a good one. It's going to be a little weird because right now we are recording this on Wednesday, May 1st. We are right in the heart of finals week. And when this episode goes up on Monday, she will no longer be a student here. Can we say hallelujah? <laughs> <laughs> so, going to introduce that voice here in a second. But first, going to do, you know, you know where to find us on social media. Just Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just search for Tales of Hope Podcast. You will find us. Also, I touched on it briefly last week, but just kind of need to do a brief one then because we need to get our guest in and out as quick as possible. Spend a little more time talking about it now. We have a website for this show. We had one a while ago when I was doing two podcasts. Dropped the other podcast. Now the site is totally dedicated to the show. It is talesofhope.com. If you go there, you will find you know, basic info on the show, but also all of our episodes are linked on there. If you just click on the episodes tab... Every single episode is shown on there. You just click on an episode you want to listen to. It will take you to anchor.fm slash tales of hope. And it will take you to specifically that episode's link on there. So you can listen to it from there. You can also find us just about anywhere you can find podcasts. Also on the website, I should say, there is, if you go to, it's contact us or contact the show, whatever I name the tab, you can find links to all three of our social medias, as well as a little feedback form. From there, you can rate the show, say whatever you want in the comments, and I will receive an email saying whatever you said and however you rated it. That is one way you can rate it. Another way, of course, if you just go to any of your podcast, listening, platforms, whatever, most of those should have a rating system or at least a comment system. Leave a rating or a review, do whatever you want to do on those, and hopefully I will try to give some shout-outs through that, but I'm not sure how those work. If I get an email about that or not, we'll find out. Um, do I have anything else? Yeah. I think that's all. Website's pretty basic. Hopefully for the episodes, I want to get the people's pictures up as well so you can kind of see who I'm talking about in that episode. For right now, it's just the titles. But, got a website up. Also, I can't remember if I mentioned it in the last episode or not. Probably didn't. Kind of big news on the Instagram front. Hope College actually followed the show. (laughs) I did not reach out to them. I did not say anything like, hey, you guys should follow the show or whatever. They just did of their own accord. If you don't know, we are not an official Hope College podcast. This is just a side project that I do on my own. So the fact that they followed this is pretty cool. And who knows where things go from here. But now that we got all that out of the way, let's bring in our guest. Like I said, she is graduating in not too long. Was it? Oh my gosh! Four was, days, five yeah, days. Four days, I think. Oh my gosh! Um, God, some sort of sciences major. I'm yeah, I'm I a biochemistry major. Biochem. There we go. 
Um, 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 yeah, she also helped me clean the chapel on Saturdays, which was fun. That was always fun. <laughs> Loved that. Ladies, gentlemen, everyone else, it is my pleasure to introduce the one and only Cassie Harders. Hello. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for doing this. Oh, yeah, no problem. I'm I was... excited to be here. <laughs> Don't lie to me. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I was actually shocked when you told me, God, what day was that? Was that yesterday? No, Friday. Last Friday? I think when you're like, yeah, I've got an exam on Monday and that's it. Yeah, it was, well, not even true. I had um, I had three exams Monday and two on Tuesday, so oh, it's been okay. a, uh, it was a rough weekend, let's say. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you're done now. Yes, absolutely. Perfect. So now you just get to relax until graduation. Yeah, I'm forced to be here until Sunday, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound like we live in a prison. <laughs> well, well, I kid, I kid. No, it's it's been good, and it's going to be good to have time to go through some stuff and you know try to move out efficiently and right well (laughs) last time i just ended up throwing all my stuff in my car so you know maybe we can do a little better this time oh well let's hop right into it take us all the way back to the beginning oh the beginning of your life life. oh man (laughs) all right well it all started when i was born um well i don't actually remember all that much up until I, i feel like even grade school is a little fuzzy for me. I feel like I was a pretty normal, nerdy kid. Um, I had I had really good friends in grade school. There was nothing like super crazy about me in grade school. I was a really big video game nerd. There we um, go. Which, <laughs> which of course, if you you could probably tell by the everything about me. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was pretty good. And I got to junior high. Um, my school was really small, I guess I should say. So I grew up in a really, really small town, about a thousand people. So our grade school was like, I think there were like 19 per grade. Um, and then when I got to junior high, we actually consolidated with the town over. So I went from like a class of, I think, 19 to about, um, 160 or so. Small change. (laughs) Oh yeah. Just a a little bit. Um, and so that was pretty interesting. I'd say I met a lot of really cool people there. I met a few not-so-cool people, of course, but then there's always that. Um, but I would say, yeah, I was pretty normal, and, like, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not normal, <laughs> gee. Um, but, like, I feel like I didn't really, nothing super extraordinary. Um, I'd say things started getting a little weirder for me when um, eighth grade hit, and um, I came home one day, and my parents were like, hey, we're, n- we're going to get a divorce. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so that was something that I had to work through. And, like, I mean, looking at it now, um, I'm, I can tell you I didn't see it coming. But um, and I'm not sure how much kids really, I don't know, pick up on. I feel maybe I specifically didn't pick on too much, pick up on too much. But um, so it was kind of a shock. But looking back on it now, it was definitely the best thing for them, I think. They both seem happier (laughs) so Mm -hmm. ultimately was a good thing it was difficult to get through um and sometimes it's still a little difficult but uh that's you know it is what it is and um i went through high school i did some academic team challenge stuff i took some biology classes i took some i didn't actually take any chemistry classes which is pretty interesting considering my major (laughs) um i took physics instead hated that uh loathed it actually um I took I took some really interesting actually Latin classes. So um, since my high school wasn't so big, 
we um, we only offered two uh, languages, okay. language courses. Uh, one is Spanish and one mm. was Latin. Super weird. No one does that. <laughs> That's very weird. <laughs> For sure. Like I feel like when I talk to most people here, they're like, oh yeah, my... My uh, my high school offered German and Italian and all this like French and yeah no we didn't have any of that just the uh, Spanish and um, Latin but I did get to take four years of Latin which was amazing for me I think um, it really helped with a lot of uh, like the the biological side of stuff like you get to see where a lot of roots come from mm-hmm. and so sometimes when I'm taking a test and it's multiple choice I can look at the roots <laughs> and be like it's probably that one <laughs> so that's always nice I was gonna say that's what a lot of like the classifications come from is Latin, right? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Latin and Greek, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I did not get to take Greek, but that would have been pretty cool. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't in any sports. I did mostly academic stuff. I did some drama, actually. I was okay. I was on stage for four years. Um, I did. Actually, I don't know how familiar you are with any musicals or anything like that, but my senior year, I got to be Millie in Thoroughly Modern Millie in high school. Um, it's just like a, I mean, it's a 1920s kind of uh, feel, but it was really, really cool. Um, very anxiety-inducing, but very <laughs> cool. Um, but it was very cool to be in front of a bunch of people, and like, I wasn't really big on singing in front of people. Um, until I got to high school, and then mm-hmm. I realized, like, wow, I can actually kind of do this. So, um, but yeah, so I did a lot of music, did a lot of drama, didn't do any sports. <laughs> um, if you've ever seen me in any sports-related <laughs> class, you would know why. <laughs> uh, it's pretty bad. Okay, so you never did say exactly where you're from. You just said. Small oh yeah, town. that's true. Um, Jeez. Um, I am from Roseville, Illinois. Roseville. Um, nowhere near Chicago. Please don't ask. <laughs> we got a lot of people like, oh, what suburb is that? I'm like, it's not. Um, but yeah, it's uh, toward, well, it's like the middle of Illinois toward Iowa. So okay. it's very close to Iowa. It's like 30 minutes from the oh, Illinois-Iowa okay. border. So yeah, very small. <laughs> that explains the small class sizes and everything. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit about your parents divorce and how that affected you personally I mean I will say that I said I didn't really see it coming which is true I feel maybe I was thinking some of the things that were happening in my family were uh, the norm for Mm -hmm. that sort of thing and I'm not I'm definitely not gonna like uh, finger point or anything no. and say yeah. like uh, well you know my mom you know um, but I think how it affected me it made me a little more it's kind of hard to explain I feel my grades dropped significantly mm-hmm. um, right after that period of time just because I feel I wasn't focusing on the school I was focusing on what was happening at home um, And I feel like it was like a very distinct difference between like when I came in and I had never gotten, oh my gosh, I never even gotten a B, I don't think. And I came out of that year with with two C's and I was not as concerned as I, you know, I always thought I would be because, you know, when you're getting all A's, you're like, I could never get a C. But um, I didn't really... It didn't really affect me, and I think maybe that's where I started feeling a little more like apathetic toward my grades, um, and maybe a little bit apathetic in general, mm-hmm. just because I felt like I was focusing 
um, a lot more on just other things. I felt like I was being pulled from multiple directions, I'd say. So. Okay. Now, was the living situation different? Like, did you have to split time between parents or? Um, it was one of those things we tried to do. I think, um, well, my mom stayed in the house that we'd been living in. Okay. And then my dad ended up moving out. Um, and it made it difficult because he didn't really have a permanent residence. Um, so since his occupation at the time was he was a truck driver, oh, okay. um, which made it, I mean, because he kind of had the feeling of like, I'm never home anyway. Like, why would I spend the money on a house every right. every month if I don't actually live there? Right. Um, which did make it a little bit, um, I mean, it made it difficult to see him. And I feel that I really wish I could have been, like, I really wish I could have seen him more. But like at the time he was... Like, he had to work all the time because, you know, he had to start paying child support and that sort of thing. And I always felt really guilty about that. But mm -hmm. um, just because I didn't think it was my fault per se, but I felt like I was very involved in that um, lack of his presence. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but then I realized, uh, like, when I got into high school, I realized kind of why the, <laughs> the child support was necessary. Because, like, I feel really you don't notice financial things until right. you start making money yep. and then you realize <laughs> how quickly that disappears yeah. um and so i realized how really like financially strapped we were um when i hit i think it was a sophomore and <laughs> my mom was trying to pay for gas for my car because i just got in a car mm -hmm. um and she was trying to pay for her own gas she was trying to pay bills and she was just and that was when gas prices i don't know if you remember this gas prices were like 370 at that time mm -hmm. and so i was driving to school and she was like i just this is ridiculous um so i had to start taking the bus for a while which of course at the time i was like oh no social suicide <laughs> but no it was totally fine um i think uh ultimately it um I feel that like the living situation could have been better. I feel mm -hmm. maybe um, if it would have been <laughs> made more clear to me how this was supposed to work. Cause like there's no rule book for this sort of thing, exactly. right? Um, there, <laughs> there's nothing like that. And so you just kind of have to feel out the waters. And really, I think that, um, I mean, obviously I really love both my parents yeah. and like we could have maybe done some stuff better, but I think that really we got through a lot of stuff and we came out on top, I mm -hmm. think, so. Nice. Cause yeah, I know, especially like, because my parents are divorced as well. Mm -hmm. And when they announced the separation when I was in sixth grade, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, that was a tough time. And like you're saying, there's no rule, rule book. There's no strategy guide for right. us video yeah, game no. nerds. There's no way to <laughs> know exactly how to get through it because every single situation is different. Right. And so... Yeah, it no. just makes it hard. Yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, especially when you're that young. Like, exactly. Um, and you start, you kind of are expected to become a bit of an adult at that point. Yep. Um, because you need to, people are asking you what you want. And that's when you have to be like, oh, man, what do I want? Because, like, at that point, what have you really decided up to that point? Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say that was a, that's a big thing. So. Mm -hmm. And do you have any siblings? Oh, I do. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How could I forget? Um, I have three siblings. So I have my oldest sister. Um, her name's Emily. She is, I think she is 34 right now. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. She's going to comment and be like, how dare you? <laughs> no, but because um, I'm, yeah, we're 13 years apart. 
But then my um, second oldest sister, her name is Tiffany. I believe she is 31. And then my brother, Ryan, is 30. Okay. So he might be 31. I might have just lied, but we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) How did everything affect them? Well, I think, to be fair, I think it was harder on them. Okay. Uh, Just because they were adults at that point. They had gone through their whole childhood and teenager life with my parents being together. Um, Yeah, I mean, I haven't really talked to them about it all that much just because I feel that it's kind of a come and gone sort of thing. But when it does come up, I feel like it was... Because I think my sister was even married. Yeah, she was married after, like, uh, right before, well, not right before, but before they even got divorced. Um, So it was, she went through her whole wedding with them being together. And Mm -hmm. I think it was particularly hard on her, to be fair, Um, just because she, I mean, like I said, they'd gone through their whole lives with their parents being together. And so sometimes it was a source of... um, we had some issues. We had some family issues sometimes mm-hmm. just because there was high tension. And, like, of course, you can't blame anybody for that. Right. Um, but, yeah, I would say, yeah, <laughs> I don't really know how to really explain it, but no. it yeah. really did affect them. Okay. Do you feel like that whole situation brought all of you together, like, made you closer? At the time, I'm not really sure it did. Okay. Um, I think we were supportive of each other but it made it difficult to actually in a sense plan things Mm -hmm. um and it still kind of sometimes affects the way we plan things just because well we don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable and like of course our parents are like don't don't do that like we will be fine do not not plan anything like with us like don't not plan because of us yeah um and i think the, like, well, that's true. It's You still want to be considerate. And so I feel we did not spend as much time together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, my sister was starting her... She had just had kids. Like, she was starting her life. Like, it was very hard for me to spend time with her. Right. Um, but, so, like, ultimately, I would say we actually started getting closer as I became... As I became older. So when we were both... <laughs> when we were all adults, it started, like being a little easier just because, I mean, we had better ways to communicate with yep. with, uh, well, with our phones, you know, um, <laughs> new inventions. Um, but, yeah, we had better ways to communicate. It was easier, just way easier to right. see each other, even if it's just on Facebook and, like, dropping a like on people's stuff. Like, we knew what we, people were doing, and that made it a lot easier. Okay. Good. Well, it's good that, you know, even though it, you know, separated your parents, the family is still oh, yeah. together. Yep, that's no. definitely true. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, can I think of anything? Oh, I guess, you know, before I move on to schooling. Yeah. Has religion been a part of your life? Because I know, mm. you know, in the what year and a half that we've worked together, it's never really come up, so I'm yeah, not no. entirely sure about that. <laughs> well, isn't that like one of the rules of coworkers is never bring up religion or politics? I, Even though I'm pretty sure we brought up politics. <laughs> multiple times, but that's beside the point. <laughs> right. Um, so religion-wise, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to church with my family at, it was just Roseville Christian Church. It was non-denominational. Um, we went there, I think we went there every Sunday until I until I hit like junior high-ish, I would say. 
um, when things started getting like a little rocky with the parents. Yep. Um, so I was never super, I was interested, I should say. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, I think Christianity is fascinating. Um, and I think there's a lot of good in it. Um, I would say solidly that I am Christian. I would not say that I am this, I'm, I don't like having a box. So I would definitely say I'm a non-denominational okay. sort of yep. churchgoer. Like I don't, cause I, I looked into like a home, like Lutheran, Methodist, you know, but it, there was never anything that I was truly like, I agree with every single part of right. their doctrine. Um, so that made it, I mean, sometimes it makes it a little bit difficult, especially when you're talking to other people about yep. Christianity. But yeah. Um, yeah, I would say, I'm not really sure, actually. I was going to say I feel my mom is the same, but I think she may be, I mean, I know that she's non-denominational, which helps, of course, with me being, right. <laughs> me being as such. Um, but I think I've gotten from her a lot, too, like of the, you can, you can form your own way of believing. You exactly. don't need yep. that. And if you do want it, absolutely more power to you. But um, if you like, if you do want to be in like a specific denomination, but if you don't need it, don't try to force yourself into that box for sure. So I felt like I did get a lot from her from that. But um, it's <laughs> it's really interesting to talk to some of the people here too um, when they're like, oh, you know, what do you believe? And I'm like, well. Let me write you a book because it's it's really complicated. Like, I'm right. not trying to be, like, an angsty teen. Like, I'm so complicated. But I feel like this specifically has, has a lot of complication to yeah. it. Um, so, of course, as I said already, I am a science major, mm-hmm. which means that I really do believe in the stuff that they teach, um, which... I think, and like, oh, this is kind of a side story, but when I was in um, high school, my physics teacher, which is kind of weird, but my physics teacher was talking about um, uh, evolution because, Mm -hmm. like, you know, they're required to teach it. Right. And she said, if you want to hear my opinions on it, because I can't, I'm not going to force feed you my opinions, but if you want to hear it, like, come talk to me after class. And I did. And I felt like what she said really hit home for me. So what she said was... I don't think that you have to pick science or religion. Um, she made it, she used a lot of um, like examples, but one of the ones she used was like evolution specifically, which mm-hmm. is a really big, which is a really big deal yes. um, for a lot of Christians. Definitely, yeah. Um, she used that and said, I don't see why these, like the story of Genesis and evolution cannot coincide. Because if you really think about it, and like this is also some of the stuff from my fiance too but like i'm sprinkling some stuff yeah but um really really think about it if you are looking at the story of genesis and you are saying okay god is creating all these things we always say seven days Mm -hmm. but is seven days relative to us or is seven days relative to something else (laughs) that's always been a thought in my mind and like when i hear people talk about it's like you know, they never specified what a day is in right. God's time in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that's a really big, like, that's kind of, that really changed my opinion on it. Because mm-hmm. I was always kind of like, really? Seven days, God? Right. You think so? And I'm like, not really. I'm just <laughs> mostly kidding. But, like, it's also, it has a lot of truth to it. I think that there is definitely, <laughs> there's definitely, a like, coinc- what is that? Coin- coincide, there's 
something there. They coincide. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, so I, I feel that maybe some people are like, oh, well, um, you can't be a science major and be religious. And I absolutely disagree. Right. So I like that. <laughs> that. I guess it's, you know, it's interesting because you're the first person that I've had on the show who's, because mm-hmm. everyone else is, oh, yeah, you know, I went to church and, mm-hmm. you know, they talk about that, which is, you know, okay. Yeah. Like, that's how I've been, too. But, yeah, it's interesting to hear from science major, especially, you know, you're acknowledging science can say one thing at times, Bible says something different, but why can't they mean the exact same thing, just different wording? Right. And, like, I feel like that's probably an everyday battle for, like, the the biology and chemistry professors exactly. here. Like, and I feel that, it, oh, my gosh, I bet they have so much wisdom for that sort of thing. Because, right. I mean, they've been doing it. They've been living their whole lives mm-hmm. going and being Christian and also believing in science very heavily. So, wow. My <laughs> mind is just kind of... <laughs> that's also because I'm not a science person, so any science talk just makes me flatline. But... <laughs> Anyways, all right, so, yeah, now let's move on to your schooling. Sure. You, you know, talked about theater and everything mm-hmm. in high school. How did you get started on that? Oh, geez. Um, this is really interesting. So I was in, I was in English class mm-hmm. with the drama teacher. Or, like, I guess she was kind of more of a drama coach. Like, she did um, drama and speech. Okay. She was in charge of those things. And so... <laughs> she would kind of advertise, not too heavily, because like a lot of people weren't super interested. But right. She would advertise like, "Look, we're auditioning for this show. Um, if you're interested, come to auditions. You never know." Um, and so, I had never been super in front of people. Um, like I'm, jeez, I'm still not really. <laughs> but um, I something was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go audition." And so I did. I didn't get a big part. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't, and that's okay, but I ended up having so much fun. Um, it was both being on stage and being off stage. The people there were, f- they were amazing. They really were. Um, I feel like they were very open and welcoming, which made me, of course, really feel like I needed to stick with that. Right. Um, and so, you know, I kept showing up to auditions. I think I did every show in okay. my, yeah, I wow. think I was involved in every show in my high school career. Wow, I never really thought about that. <laughs> That's a lot of time. That um, is. But yeah, so actually mentioning it though, I did, so not only did I do drama with her, but I also did speech with her, which I like, feel a lot of people look at me now and they're like, you did speech, huh? And I'm like, absolutely. I loved speech. <laughs> I loved it. Um, it was just, I mean, there's a huge difference between getting in front of people you will never see again and your right. peers. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so I feel, oh my gosh, I cannot believe still, like when I think back on, I cannot believe I went to that audition, Yeah. first audition. I can't believe it, but I'm so glad I did. And it's for me, you know, being, working with you and having those conversations in the morning that we would always have and everything. I never saw you and I don't mean this mad way, but like, I never saw you as that type of person mm-hmm. no, to absolutely. do that Yeah. because, you know, I feel like outside of you know your peers and your friends like you're not the most is it safe to say you're more introverted oh yeah absolutely yeah Yeah, no worries (laughs) so to you know hear that you were up on stage and not just like one year one performance but all of them throughout your time that's actually pretty cool 
yeah. to know. It's, I mean, I never really thought about it like that, but yeah, you're totally right. Like, looking at me now, you probably would not have. No, not at all. <laughs> it's just because of, like, I mean, I kind of tend to stick to myself a little exactly. bit. So, yeah. No, but Absolutely. do you think you picked up some stuff that has carried over into your life from being up there on stage? Oh, man. Well, there's one thing that I got both from that experience and from band. And so I feel if my band director now is listening, he will be like, yes. <laughs> but um, if you're going to make a mistake, do it loud and proud. And, you know, it's just, I feel like that's something that I have to con- like continuously remind myself of. Like, it's if you're, <laughs> no one's going to think anything different. And, like, honestly, if you're confident, a lot of people won't notice if you're wrong. So, and I feel I did that a lot. I was wrong a lot. I am wrong a lot. So, um, but, yeah, that was a really good lesson from that just because it's it's hard to remember that. Right. And that makes me think of when I was thinking I wanted to be an education major, one of my field placement teachers told me, you know, if you're going to fail, fail forward. Mm, yeah. And so, you know, that's, it's kind of like... Yeah. If you're gonna fail, fail loudly. No, that's that's really good advice. Yeah. Like fail forward. That's a good way to put that. But okay. So, band because I know you you're in the band now. Yeah. Was that that was also something you did back in high school? Yeah, I started that. I guess I should have mentioned that. That was a really big part too. Um, I started band in fifth grade. Wow. Um, I played the flute. <laughs> I loved it. And that's still what you do now, right? No, I no? play the tuba now. Oh. So. Total opposite. <laughs> yeah, like, that ben, did Ben play the? F- yeah, ben yeah, the that's band. what I was thinking. Of. Okay, yeah. yeah. So um, he did not like it when I gave him pointers on the flute. <laughs> by the way. Knowing like, him, I can see that. <laughs> he was like, "What?" Um, <laughs> I yeah no I started with flute and then I switched. I think I was in seventh grade. I switched to French horn. Okay. Um, I played French horn for not very long. Um, I wasn't good at it. Um, so then I switched to trombone and I was worse at trombone. (laughs) So then I switched to the euphonium, which is like a small tuba. Mm -hmm. And so like the mouthpiece was good and I was really good with like the valves instead of the slide for the trombone. Like, I don't know what it was about that slide, but like it was not working. I feel like that thing is, you have to be so precise with it. Oh yeah. I mean like, cause you can definitely change your pitch by like a like half an inch. Like uh, it's very frustrating for me i couldn't even do scales on the trombone like it was not gonna work but um yeah and so i did euphonium throughout high school and there were a couple times i picked up a tuba in high school um but then when i got here i played euphonium for a few years i got a scholarship to continue playing euphonium here okay um and then i think yeah i've only been playing tuba here for one year so i went to dr southard and was like hey so i've been playing euphonium for a long time (laughs) And he was like, uh-huh, <laughs> that, that is what we pay you to do. <laughs> um, yeah, and so he actually let me switch just because we had, I think we had three euphoniums the year, like the last year I played euphonium. Oh, wow. So when I switched, there's, there were still three because we had an incoming mm-hmm. freshman come in. So yeah, it was pretty, it was probably a pretty good choice, but <laughs> just, okay. I think asking him was kind of funny. <laughs> How did you get involved with that first? Band? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a good question. Way back when. Oh, man. Well, I'm trying to think. 
I know I came here as a freshman. And, of course, as a freshman, I was all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and I wanted to do everything. As we all are. For sure. <laughs> um, and so I went to the music building because I wanted to do uh, choir and band. Okay. Um, I did not end up doing choir and band. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but I ended up doing, um, like, I've met, I don't remember who they were now, but I remember two two people from the wind ensemble that I talked to and they're like here's the audition information um if you need an instrument let Dr. Southern know and he can get that to you um and the I just remember the audition was so relaxed Mm -hmm. and like it was a really I really felt like it was what I was supposed to be doing if that makes sense that's a little dramatic I know (laughs) but like it it really did though it felt yeah like I felt really good about it and um so actually I I think after my audition, <laughs> Dr. Southern was like, well, welcome to the team kind of thing. Because, I mean, I think I was the only f- euphonium that year. So, I mean, not saying there wasn't any competition, but uh, <laughs> there wasn't much competition. But I was first, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, were there any, you know, outside of band, outside of theater and speech, were there any other extracurricular activities you did outside of school? If you count the anime club, then I yes. do count the anime club. <laughs> I loved anime club. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's about it, though. I didn't. So yeah, I did drama, speech, band, choir, anime club. I think that's it. Technically, I did NHS, but that's not really a club. <laughs> right. Um, now through NHS, you were required to do volunteering, right? I wait. I don't think so, which is really weird. And I, I feel like multiple say, people have asked me this. I was going to say, what chapter of NHS were you in? I don't know. <laughs> um, but That's yeah, I got here. I'm like, oh yeah, I was in NHS, and they're like, oh yeah, what did you do for volunteering? I'm like, huh? <laughs> I didn't do any. Um, I did do a volleyball tournament, though. Okay. If that counts as volunteering. That's what I did. And I was very bad at it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm slightly embarrassed talking about it. Like, my face is getting red. <laughs> I just remember uh, it was the middle of, like, this game. Because it was NHS versus faculty. <sighs> faculty was so good. <laughs> and I, there was, I saw the ball, and I was like, I'm going to hit it. And I hit it, and it hit the ceiling. And I'm like, well, that's why I don't do sports. <laughs> I love it. It's okay to laugh at me. <laughs> oh, I am. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and it's just like, um, and if you've ever been to like an NHS versus faculty volleyball game, like you know they have like uh, commentators that are making fun of all the student players, and they just didn't say anything because I'd already made fun of myself. <laughs> Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> Bad memories. Ooh, is it hot in here? I'm sweating. <laughs> There's also no airflow in this room, so <laughs> let's go with that then. Oh man. But no, that's I still think that's really weird that there was no required volunteer. Yeah, that is uh, really weird, but because I know when I, was just, when I was in NHS, we had to do it. And like, we had weekly, I think it was weekly meetings and everything. And then I even, was it the last student I interviewed, she talked about. Well, that's wild. Too, so. Yeah, no. Huh. So maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should be a little quieter about that. But uh, <laughs> no, we didn't do any. Okay. 
So that was that was it for outside of class for high school? Yeah, I think so. That was, it's kind of a heavy load if you think about it. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people say that. I didn't really struggle with that so much. Okay. I felt, I mean, I felt like the homework that I had from the classes was like stuff I could get done in 30 minutes or less. Right. And like it wasn't super intensive. So not a huge deal. I guess maybe would you say that, you know, having all of that stuff, trying to find time to balance it, did that help you coming into college? I really want to say yes, but I feel that maybe since I did so much, because I didn't, like I said, I didn't have a lot of work to do. Right. I feel maybe I was a little bit disadvantaged just because I was so used to doing extracurriculars so often and just doing them so much Mm -hmm. that I expected to be able to do that. Okay. Um, And that's just not really a possibility unless you are... (sighs) some sort of god like I, like um it's crazy to me when people are like oh yeah you know i'm in the chemistry club i'm in sports i'm in all of these things like that is wild to me and honestly i sometimes have to stop and be like are you human it's okay to tell me <laughs> <laughs> i am a friend <laughs> like, um but like, no yeah because yeah i don't know how people do that yeah. because i've had multiple students here and both, you know, even when I was a student, I had friends who were like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this, 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 and this. I'm like, what? <laughs> and, like, you know, with you students, if you come up to me, you're like, you know, I'm doing this, this, and this. I'm like, all right, let's sit down real quick and, like, figure out if it comes down to it, what are you going to drop? Right. You know, that's totally fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, there's no way. You know, like I said, unless you're some form of superhuman <laughs> or god, there's no way you can balance all that different stuff in a 24-hour day. But yeah, some people do, and it's not. I, I don't I, know how they, they must do. not sleep. I maybe they don't need sleep. Coffee, like I said, maybe they're alien. But um, alien you know, that's, or, yeah. that's the thing, though. It's like um, so when I got to college. I actually, so I joined the Phelps Scholars Program, Okay. Um, which was super awesome. Mm-hmm. Definitely recommend it. Um, what I wish, though, is that I would have known how much schoolwork I was going to have, just because I feel like I was the worst Phelps scholar. <laughs> I couldn't go to anything. I just, I could not prioritize my work. Mm-hmm. And then by the time it came down to it, when I would have, like, Phelps scholar events, um, I wouldn't be able to go because I'd be stuck doing all my homework. Right. Um, and so, honestly, sometimes I wish maybe they would have done more of the stuff like sophomore year when I'd actually figured out how to live. Um, right. But, no, it was, oh, man, that program was really cool. I learned a lot. So, Talk more about that because I don't, th- I may have had one other Phelps scholar mm-hmm. on before, but, like, even I, you know, I lived with a f- former Phelps scholar for two years. Mm-hmm. And I still don't know exactly what the program is about. So go into a little more detail about that. Well, the kind of idea that I was getting from the Phelps Scholar Program is that it's designed to be a place where you can ask questions and ask, like, harder questions. Mm -hmm. Um, So specifically in our FYS that we were required to take for Phelps Scholars, um, they would have a lot of... It was a lot of the stuff about how you can positively impact the people around you, especially, like if you have the ability to do so. So, like, um, one of the things that we um, 
talked a little bit about is like I'm, I'm struggling to remember the uh, the things they use now, but like being empathic. Yep. I guess what I'm trying to say is more of so it would the program would bring people from a lot of diverse backgrounds. So there mm-hmm. were people from all different walks of life, and they were basically telling us, you know. We were learning to coexist, first of all, because like mm-hmm. a lot of the people that come specifically to Hope um, haven't, like they didn't come from a diverse background, if that makes sense. Yep. So, um, and like I didn't. Um, my high school was primarily white. Um, so it was, so like there's a lot of people that come from, like I said, diverse backgrounds. And what they're trying to do is make it so um, you learn how to both, um, I'm trying to think of like the right wording for it, but like you, I kind of already said it. You learn to coexist. You learn to, you learn how to talk when things are hard to talk about. Right. Um, which is something that Hope College specifically, I feel, has been like trying to do better about. Um, so yeah, I think it's a really good program. I think that's really worth the time. I know it's a really big time commitment. Yeah. Um, but it's really worth the different. Um, uh, the different perspectives on things because like I took as also a requirement for that uh, program I took a class where you were look you would look in depth at the history of like so we looked at uh, Native American history we looked we looked at African American history Um, and so it's just trying to because I think the program realizes that sometimes your high school does is not adequate Mm -hmm. when it comes to history and so, um, so not only are they trying to help you in the future for when you go out there and you, uh, you need to be like, um, <clears throat> you need to be open to having conversations, but then you're, they're also teaching you about the past, which I think is very valuable. Definitely. Cause then, you know, from my limited knowledge, I knew it was, it brought together, you know, like you're saying people from all different walks of life, different races, different ethnicities, kind of brought them together and. Mm-hmm. Under one roof. Yep. Absolutely. But no, and yeah, like you're saying, Hope's been working towards improving on, you know, communication in that sense of difficult conversations yeah. and stuff like that. So. And just because that that's what they are is that they're difficult. And, exactly. Um, <clears throat> I think that. Uh, but, but like I said, like I really wish that I would have been more involved because. I didn't realize at the time how much of a, like, it's just crucial, Mm -hmm. like, to be very involved in that program if you're going to get anything out of it. Right. And I feel that I didn't, (laughs) I was a little bit of a dumb freshman, to be fair, (laughs) but I feel that I wasn't, I just didn't, I didn't have any priorities, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it made it hard, but I really do feel like I did get a lot out of it, and, um, if I could ever go back and do it again, I'd probably do it like junior year. But um, it's, yeah, it's very good. Well, is it? I thought it was only for incoming freshmen. Oh yeah, it is. But that's I, the thing. So like maybe you know. <laughs> open it up to every grade. Right. But exactly. You know, no big deal. Right. And you know, talking about that, maybe that would be better to open it up for older generations, because at you know freshman eighteen between 17 and 19 years old some of us aren't developed enough to be able to have those conversations 
Mm, I see what you're saying. So are you saying maybe it's a difference of being like, some people are scared to voice opinions, or is it maybe... Some people are scared, some people, you know, for lack of a better term, aren't mature enough mm. to be able to have those effectively. So I think, you know, maybe that would be good if they opened it up to, you know, from, from freshman to senior. That sort of thing. And that could be beneficial to bring in, you know, someone like you. You know, if you were to start it, if you would have started it your senior year, you could have brought some more different stuff to the table, some life experiences that some of them might not have experienced yet. Right, and there's a lot of opportunities. Like, they have times where um, the seniors and the juniors would come in and talk to the yeah. lower class, uh, mm-hmm. the lower classmen. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's just... Might I express my um, frustration with events being planned at 6 p.m. in every department? (laughs) Um, I have had band every year from 5 to 6.30, and every event starts at 5 or 6 Mm -hmm. or 7. 7 is still inconvenient, but, like, I can do 7. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so, like, they've had events for... um, they have this, like, well, like, if you're a Phelps Scholar, you're a freshman, you are a Phelps Scholar until you graduate. Right. Like, you're a Phelps Scholar forever. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely, I feel that when you leave freshman year, a lot of people kind of dip out. Um, yeah. Some people really don't, and I'm, I'm always really, like, it's, <laughs> some people are really, really good about staying involved in that, and they go to, like, the right. seniors talking to the uh, freshman events and I've always just like I love watching people from afar and being like I'm really proud of you for doing that thing um, just because like I said time and I've never gotten better at time management right 